Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for another excellent opportunity to come together as brothers and sisters, Lords, to learn more about you, Lord, to become more conformed to the image of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for the grace and the mercy that you've given us, Lord, and the price that you have paid for our redemption and our salvation, Lord. We thank you for those that you're bringing into the kingdom, Lord, and for our, our listeners and our partners, Lord, that you're blessing them and that you're causing them to increase and grow. Lord, we thank you for the understanding that you're giving us of your word, Lord, and the Holy Spirit that you have sent to guide us into all truth and show us things to come. So we thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. And this morning, we are in chapter 4. Continuing, we are going to cover verses 23 through 31. So, I just ask that if you are blessed by this message, that you would like it, or you subscribe on this and any number of the platforms where you find a day of prayer, and that you share it with someone else so they too can be blessed, but most importantly, that they are able to grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And for those that continue to like and share our messages, like, subscribe, and share, which thank you for helping us to accomplish or for partnering with us and helping to accomplish all that the Lord's asked us to do, which Mm -hmm. is to build his house and to preach the gospel through the four corners of the earth. So thank you for your diligence and participating. Mm -hmm. We are blessed and we pray that you are blessed also. So... Let's get into the word, shall we? Okay. So who can I get to cover down on Acts 4, verses 23 through 31? I will. All right, LaCharles. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voices to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all things that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why do the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy spirit, holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel have gathered together, were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to, to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, well, at this time, we're going to open up the floor 
for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So, who would like to begin? Okay, I will. All right, I promise. So the Lord's talking to me about where the where the apostles' companions were talking were asking the Lord to give them boldness and then approve of their works with signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord told me that, that with that, yes, they, they had to go speak to the Lord about it. They couldn't just go, oh, well, the Lord's already given, given it to us. And the Lord reminded me of people that, when the Lord tells gives a commandment to someone, you always have to constantly go back and talk to the Lord. You can't just say, I have this commandment, I don't need to talk to you anymore, I'm just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And the Lord reminded me of, like with phones, it constantly, they get updated. And mm-hmm. so it's the same with the Christians. I'm not saying that what the Lord is saying is faulty. I'm saying that we constantly have to be, constantly have to be listening Amen. We can't do anything in our own strength. And Jesus said to us to abide in him um, and let his word abide in us. And if we asked anything um, according to his will, he would do it. So um, and he made it clear that without him, we can do nothing. But when we remain connected with him and in fellowship, we can do all things. And he did nothing without the father and the guidance and unction and power of the Holy Spirit. So likewise, neither can we or should we attempt to do things without him. Now, when you said, keep going back to him, I want to make sure that we understand the distinction in that. We shouldn't keep going back. So say Jesus said, go and preach and teach my word. We don't, we're not supposed to keep coming back and saying, God, did you want me to preach and teach your word? So you're saying you want me to preach and teach your word. Okay, wait, so let me make sure, right? We're not supposed to say, did you say this, God? Once we clearly understand what the Lord says, we are to carry forth in faith and confidence in what he told us. Um, Then the other side of that is don't snatch your hand away. You know, don't keep coming back and asking him to answer that same question over and over because we don't believe what he told us the first time. But he does want us to stay connected, um, stay attached to the vine as the as a branch and allow him to guide us every step of the way those two things sound similar on the surface like we would describe them maybe with the same words but they have two different motivations and intentions at heart one is to question yes. god did you really say and the other is to remain in fellowship with him letting him lead and guide um us as we go mm-hmm. yes all right, carry on, promise. And then the Lord's talking to me about verse 31 where it says, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Amen. And so the Lord's telling me that with that, they had to constantly be listening to the Holy Spirit. And I'll... Let me go back. 
in verse 3 where it says, By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord is telling me that with that, the apostles had to give glory to the Lord. Right. And in order to that be to happen, we have to be listening constantly to the Holy Spirit. Amen. And and stay humble and submitted. Um, they didn't ask that the signs and wonders, the healings and um, the Lord approve on things being done in their own name. Mm-hmm. They asked yes. um, for him to move and work, do these, um, show his power, if you will, stretching out your hand as a reference to the power of God to heal and the signs and wonders may be done through the name of his servant, his holy servant, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah. So that's a an important factor there. Sometimes we can get distracted and start to think it's we ourselves because we are holy and we are um, acceptable to the Lord. The Lord is doing it because of us, but it's because of Jesus. He is the yes. way, the truth, and the life. Anything else, my love? Yes, Roy. Okay, keep going. And then what the last part was says, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord is telling me that with each of the gifts that the Lord has given everybody, that the purpose of it is to spread the gospel. It's not just to remain inside one part. And so the Lord is telling me that with boldness, it's easier to speak when you're surrounded by people that are like you. It can be. Then people than people who are darkness around you. So the Lord is telling me that not to just stay inside one concentrated area and go, well, Lord, this is where you want me to be. And so in order to understand where you have to be, you constantly have to be asking the Lord, Lord, where do you want me to be? And so the Lord is telling me that also that an important part of our day is not just when the devil tries to come at us is trying to be defensive. The Lord is telling me that also being offensive. And he reminded me of if there's two armies and one army is literally at the doorstep of the other inside the capital, then they failed at defending their own country. Okay. So don't wait until the enemy is upon you to try to turn and fight but to as as we were talking about um before our our podcast started a little bit earlier today um that we should be taking ground for the lord Uh yes and you'll notice though if you walk with him (coughs) excuse me if you are walking with the lord you will be doing just that because who knows the plans of God? Who knows the ground that needs to be taken? Who wants to advance the kingdom more than God himself? Amen. Surely it's not our idea. We, we didn't call unto the Lord to heaven to instruct him and say, hey, I think we need a savior. Hey, I, I think we need to be spreading the, the gospel in the kingdom. No, it was his idea to us. So he yes. knows exactly the purpose that he has um, destined and has in mind to take place. So as we walk with him, when we do stay in alignment with him, we will naturally as a result take ground for the kingdom versus being complacent which is what you described mm-hmm. you brought about or you said something interesting about boldness sir you said it's it is easier to be bold when we're surrounded by other believers right 
Yes. But then I, I would have to ask, is that really boldness? No. Okay. So boldness then has to, or pertains to, when it's just us and the Lord, surrounded by those that are not yet believers, right? That yes. Have, that have been in opposition to the Lord, to His Holy Spirit, right? Yes. 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 But, so there, I just want to bring that up, right? That's where the boldness is. And if we look at here in Acts with the apostles, is that not exactly where they're at? Yes, the Lord has added numbers daily, right? Yes. There were clearly two huge sermons of Peter's. 3,000 were added and 5,000. There's actually more than that because it talks about it was just the males, right? Yes. So it, it didn't even account for how many, uh, you know, families, right? The, the wives and the children that were also brought in in the kingdom, right? Yes. And, and by brought in the kingdom, I mean also part of the first church, right? Yes. But again, that went against, I'll say, religion and traditional thinking and Judaism and, right? Yes. Which is why there was such, uh, like a better way to phrase it, animosity between the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes and now the apostles, right? Yes. So, um, so it's important. That we recognize that, right? Boldness yeah. is is about being, I'll say, yes, bold, but moving forward in the Lord, regardless of the situation and circumstance that you find yourself in, right? Yes. But uh, but there's also this part of it too, and this is something I I'll, I feel led to bring up, right? In James, he says, James one five and six, right? says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Right? For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. Well, let's look at this whole situation. They are in prayer now because they see the opposition and the resistance. They have felt it, right? They've been threatened. They've been challenged. And these are also, Peter and John, a couple of the apostles that have walked with Christ over the course of time. So their concern also as being, I'll say shepherds, not just apostles, right? But looking after the flock, they're concerned about the impact that that may have on new believers, right? Yes. So, uh, I love it in, in verse 29, right? Look on their threats and grant your servants that with all boldness they may speak the word, right? So, they, they through the Holy Spirit, were led and pinpointed. This is a need. This would solve this issue, right? Yes. And yes. what do they do? Ask the Lord in faith without doubting, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then even in verse 3, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Wasn't that exactly what Jesus said would happen? Uh, you can look at Mark 16, 
uh, 15 through 18, right? And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And here's the key. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly, anything deadly, excuse me, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Is that exactly what happened to this this man that was at the temple? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so they did that. And you saw the signs and wonders, confirming what the Lord said. Yes. yes. Okay. But the biggest thing is looking out for others. It wasn't just for themselves that they were asking for boldness. It was for the, for the remainder of those that were there with them. And which then leads to the first voice verse you pointed out there, Promise, which had to do with um, verse 31. And the place where they were all assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. The exact thing they asked for, right? Yes. Yes. They asked without doubting, in prayer, in faith, and immediately they received. Yes. Yes. Isn't that how it, well, I'll say is supposed to work? But shouldn't we have that expectation and anticipation that as soon as we ask for it, we'll receive? Isn't yes. that exactly yes. what James is discussing? Right. And the receiving is how we we believe it's done in prayer. Like the moment we ask God, we believe we have our yes answer. And the Holy Spirit will manifest the the presentation of that answer according to his will and his mm-hmm. purpose. But as far as we are concerned, the moment we ask for it in prayer, within faith, nothing doubting or wavering, that's when we take it by faith. We receive it at that moment, not when it shows up in the natural. So they did that just as they were supposed to. And we, it's important that we don't forget that, that step in between the manifestation, the asking and the manifestation, that step in there. That says we receive it when we pray because that's what Jesus describes in Mark, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, And then God is always faithful to answer accordingly. He's always faithful to answer. Um, Were you finished with that, my my darling? Yeah, I'll pause there and open it up. Okay. Back up to everybody. Okay, go ahead, promise. It then Lord made me up and said of Proverbs... Remind me of Proverbs twenty one twenty two, where it says, "A wise man scales the city of a mi- city of the mighty and brings down the trusted stronghold." That was it. Well, Amen. can you explain in more detail? Yes, that's what the proverb says. How does it apply? Okay, what? How you were talking, you and mom were talking about, they weren't, yes, they got the boulders and they were using it. And so the Lord's telling me, remind me of the the servants where the master had given the one servant one talent, I believe. The talents. A um, talent, and he went to go bury it. He wasn't mm -hmm. using it. Yes. And so the Lord's telling me that. With that, a wise man was one who used the gift that the God gave them mm-hmm. to bring in more people. Okay. So the 
the calling was the great commission for them. And then the Holy Spirit is the one who gave them the power or the supernatural ability to do what God called them to do. And they chose to walk with him. And that was them being wise stewards over the gift and the calling of God that was upon their life. That was, that is irrevocable. Uh, the scripture yes. says, um, okay, amen. Do what God asked you to do. And don't separate from him in that journey. Don't go apart from him in that, but agree with him and walk with him. Amen. Yes. Um, I wanted to point out that there is a, a very different, um, let's see, way they handled this. You remember when they were hiding? When Jesus was yes. crucified, they were all shaking and knees knocking, you know, hiding in this upper room because they were afraid of the persecution. But now that they have seen their Lord risen, now that they have believed on him, now that they have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they're coming back and praying in a very different way. They have confident expectation mm -hmm. of the Lord. And that in of itself is boldness that they go, okay, Lord, Amen. Um, help us to keep going versus, you know, Peter jumping back on his boat and rowing away, <laughs> going fishing and John going right with him. And, you know, everybody being afraid and abandoning the Lord because now they've been pressured. Now they've been um, chastised, if you will, by the, the people of the day that thought they were in charge. And yeah. I do say it like that specifically because the Lord had already transitioned to a new way of doing things that is through the blood of Jesus Christ versus the blood of bulls and goats. And the John the Baptist was signaling, Hey, we're about to shift here. God mm -hmm. is shifting things and he's coming through this, this particular method in this door right here. And we all need to go with him, but they were unwilling to let go of their uh, perceived power, their perceived position and that place of, of notoriety and notability that they had come to appreciate, um, which now Jesus is our great high priest, right? He was always yes. appointed to be so, and they should have been looking for him to fulfill that role, but they didn't transition with him in that. So I just appreciated that now the, the apostles and the followers of Jesus Christ weren't running in fear, but they were taking their stand on the name of Jesus Christ and believing him and, and moving forward. Did anybody else have something they wanted to say? Um, very quickly, like you had said, mommy, there was also a different um, tone here, like how they responded to the threatening and the of, of the priests and the Sadducees. Mm -hmm. um, before Peter was hacking off people's ears as she phrased it, mommy, during <laughs> Jesus' ministry, but now they're turning to the Lord. So instead of taking matters into their own hands, saying, I'll avenge myself, they took it to the Lord, like First Peter 5, 7 tells us, casting your cares upon him because he cares for us. So they said, all right, Lord, here's our issue. You deal with it. You will be your vessel and your will will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And so I just appreciated that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They said the devil threatened us to do more healings, Lord. Um, right. Do more miracles and and promote and pronounce the name of the Lord Jesus Christ even more of your holy servant. Um, make his um, fame abound even more and take back the the territory that the enemy is illegally occupying and wrongfully occupying because the the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein belong to him right yes, yes. So. yes. amen 
All right. Let's pause there for today. There's there's a lot there that um, I just sense it's a good stopping place and give people the opportunity to look over the scriptures, to, to read them for themselves, and let the Holy Spirit minister to you. And we'll resume this again tomorrow or on the next episode. So with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I ask, Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us your word and allowing us to minister before you, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us your gifts, Lord, so you can bring more people into the fold. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.